When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Law School of America In common law and statutory law, a life estate, or life tenancy, is the ownership of immovable property for the duration of a person's life. In legal terms, it is an estate in real property that ends at death when ownership of the property may revert to the original owner, or it may pass to another person. The owner of a life estate is called a life tenant. In the combined jurisdiction of England and Wales since 1925 a freehold estate intended to be held as a life interest takes effect only as an interest enjoyed in equity, specifically as an interest in possession trust. The other type of land ownership is leasehold and although most long leases are for a period of between 99 and 999 years leases for life will be interpreted in often unpredictable ways as either as a license or a lease. Principles the ownership of a life estate is of limited duration because it ends at the death of a person. Its owner is the life tenant, typically also the measuring life, and it carries with it the right to enjoy certain benefits of ownership of the property, chiefly income derived from rent or other uses of the property and the right of occupation, during his or her possession. Because a life estate ceases to exist at the death of the measuring person's life, the life tenant, a temporary owner, may short-term let but cannot sell give or bequeath the property indefinitely, including assuming it could pass to heirs, intestate, or creating a purported document leaving it to devisees, testate. A life estate pure au travail, law French, for the life of another, is held for the rest of the lifetime of a person who does not hold the estate, known as the sestui cavi, law French, the person who lives. This form of life estate arises where a life tenant has disposed of the property, assuming such a disposal does not trigger any special forfeiture under the life interest instrument. It also arises where the grantor chooses to make the measuring life that of someone other than the life tenant's life. A life estate pure travail is most commonly created in one of two circumstances. First, when the owner of property conveys his interest in that property to another person, for the life of a third person. For example, if A conveys land to B during the life of C, then B owns the land for as long as C lives. If B dies before C, B's heirs will inherit the land, and will continue to own it for as long as C lives. Second, if A conveys land to C for life, C can then sell the life estate to B again, B and B's heirs will own the land for as long as C lives. In either scenario, once C dies, the ownership of the land will revert to A. If A has died, ownership will revert to A's heirs. The right to succeed to ownership of the property upon the expiration of the life estate is called a reversion. However, the remainder interest granted to a third party, A to B for life, with the remainder interest in C, is called remainder. A clear distinction should be made with an estate for, A, term of years, interpreted as lease or license. At death, assuming no misdealings to certain innocent purchasers, the property involved in a life estate falls into the ownership of the remainderman, PL remainderman, or reverts to its grantor, all of which confusingly can be called reversions and reversioners. There is a small market for reversions in real estate, which necessitates a buyer to carry out enhanced documentary due diligence and physical checks. A landowner of an estate cannot give a greater interest in the estate than he or she owns. That is, 
a life estate owner cannot give complete and indefinite ownership, fee simple, to another person because the life tenant's ownership in the property ends when the person who is the measuring life dies. For instance, if Ashley conveyed to Bob for the life of Bob, and Bob conveys a life estate to another person, Charlie, for Charlie's life, then Charlie's life estate interest would last only until Charlie or Bob dies. Charlie's life interest or pure travi interest, interest for the life of another, whichever has applied, and most often the remaining rights of ownership in the property, the reversionary interest, devolved to the persons under the terms of the will-slash-rules of intestacy-slash-declaration-of-trust-slash-trust-deed, UK, or will-slash-rules of intestacy-slash-grant or deed of life interest, or similar, US, in remainder or revert to the original grantee, depending on terms of Ashley. Such a life estate in the U.S. can also be conveyed for the life of the grantor, such as it conveys X to B until A dies and in the U.K. by trust transferring upon trust or assigning rather than conveying X. If a life tenant purports to transfer the underlying reversionary interest, which a life tenant never has, this constitutes an actionable breach of trust for damages and may constitute criminal fraud however may not entitle the ultimate reversioner or substituted beneficiaries, to be able to obtain a court declaration that the property is their own if that property is in the hands of an innocent purchaser for value without notice, bona fide purchaser. Financial and physical responsibility falls to the life tenant under the legal doctrine of waste, which prohibits life tenants from damaging or devaluing the asset. In short, as the life tenant's ownership is temporary, failing to maintain or reasonably protect the asset resulting in its diminution in value, or indeed, destruction constitutes a cause of action for the reversioner. A further limitation is the rule against perpetuities in many states and countries which prohibits long-running pre-19th century style successions of life tenancies and may result in the premature and compensation entitling termination of such successive life interests. In England and Wales this is fixed at one lifetime, or 80 years whichever is longer. Selling property while keeping a life estate is commonly known in France as Viager where it is used more often than elsewhere, most famously in the case of Jean Calma, the longest-lived human ever recorded. Uses of a life estate In the United States, a life estate is typically used as a tool of estate planning. A life estate can avoid probate and ensure that an intended heir will receive title to real property. For example, Al owns a home and desires that Bill inherited after Al's death. Al can effectuate that desire by transferring title to the home to Bill and retaining a life estate in the home. Al keeps a life estate and Bill receives a vested fee simple remainder. As soon as Al dies, the life estate interest merges with Bill's remainder, and Bill has a fee simple title. An advantage of such a transfer is that it makes the use of the will unnecessary and eliminates the need to probate the asset. A disadvantage is the small risk of a fraud on the part of beneficiary Bill. If he could easily show in a particular jurisdiction an unfettered fee simple, he could sell the estate prematurely to an innocent purchaser such as when Al is on vacation. A second disadvantage to the grantor is that provision for any remaindermen, or men, party C, is irrevocable without the remaindermen's consent. Beneficiary deeds have been statutorily created in some states to address this issue. The intestacy laws of certain American states, such as Arkansas, Delaware, and Rhode Island limit the surviving spouse's rights, inheritance, to the deceased spouse's real estate to a life estate. Louisiana, applying civil law, has a similar default provision in intestate successions called a usufruct, which is only over community property and ends with the earlier of death or remarriage. The intestacy laws of England and Wales from October 1, 2014 provide for £250,000, or the whole non-joint estate if less, 
and 50% of any excess to the spouse, remainder to adult children. This abolished the remaining 50% being enjoyed as a life interest which had applied from the 1920s. The surviving spouse, and rarely, others, benefit from survivorship of any joint property. The arrangement in the first paragraph would in the UK be interpreted as an interest in possession trust and is usually avoided as for inheritance tax is considered reservation of benefit requiring fully backdated sums of annual income tax on whatever market rent ought to have been paid to the legal owner, in England and Wales for continued enjoyment of the asset. Valuation of a life estate A valuation is typically derived from the present value of the net benefit derived by the life, or lives, over the residual term of the interest. Where these valuations are based on a single life, reference can be made to tables such as life tenant factors by gender and age. These factors are prepared taking into account life expectancies and prevailing interest rates for a specific jurisdiction or purpose. An example is a table of life tenancy factors that is used to determine the proportion of a property attributable to a particular life tenant for any stamp duty payable upon its transfer. More complicated examples can involve impaired or joint lives and specialist advice is usually required such as that provided by an actuary. Now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Law School of America Duration of a life estate Life estates are measured either by the life of the property recipient, pure civi, or by the life of some other person, pure trivi. Validity of a life estate At Law and Equity, U.S. Life estates and real estate are still created today. The life estate is more commonly used in trust instruments, typically in an attempt to minimize the effect of the inheritance tax or other taxes on transfers of wealth. A prospective reduction in tax for the creator, settler, often follows if the settler has parted with all current and future interest. However many tax codes transfer the burden of estate taxes to the holder of the interest in possession, life tenant and may treat that person or the remainderman as owning a second-slash-surplus property. Formally where a system is derived from English law, the law divides into common law and equitable law, at their core is the formal title and further overarching rules, especially as to trust interests such as this. The latter cannot usually defeat a claim to title from a bona fide purchaser for value without notice, as such a person has reasonably researched the ownership position based upon the legal title, common law, position. As the owner of a legal interest, in the U.S., further embedded or legal interests consistent with the form of ownership can be created from life estates. Accordingly, due to their potential versatility and complexity in the U.S., common law seldom recognizes a life estate and personal property, tangible items and livestock other than land including buildings, but such interests are recognized at equity where of adequate form. Statutes and regulations impose formalities on the creation of lifetime interests in personality. At Equity, England and Wales. Since 1925, registered titles in England and Wales preferably should, but mostly do not, reveal an interest for life, life estate, or life tenancy in the form of a restriction on the register. Instead, the registered legal owner may hold various degrees of leasehold or freehold interest, but usually absolute interest. 
This provides a reliable mirror of title which can only be subjected to a very few overriding interests. A maxim of equity is where equities are equal, the law will prevail. Equity defers to the position at law of a bona fide purchaser for value without notice, including any tenant or mortgagee, and as equity will not suffer a wrong to be without remedy, where there is such, will be limited to in personam remedies against the settler or life tenant where it confirms life estates, upon trust, to have been validly created. 1. For the life tenants, and thereafter. 2. For remaindermen, remaindermen or the reversionary settler. Life tenants are never recorded as proprietors at the land registry as they are temporary, equitable owners and are not entitled to have a transfer of the land affected. If the proprietor has died, executors of the will, administrators or beneficiaries all have the right to apply for the standard form A restriction and are encouraged by the official guidance to do so. If a lease is for more than seven years, the lease must be registered. Most long leases are for a period of between 99 and 999 years, and leases for life will be interpreted either as a license or a lease. Torrance Title Jurisdictions In most Torrance Title Jurisdictions a life tenant has, like in the UK and US, the right to possession and enjoyment of the property, but once the tenant dies the property will return to the remaindermen. The main difference is that the life estate will be registered by the Registrar-General of that jurisdiction, and will appear on the registered title. This has the effect of making them one of the nine types of recognized interest in land, and one of the four that confirm possession. The registration process in Torrance title systems usually confers indefeasibility on the life estate. A holder of a life estate can alienate his rights, but they will still expire on his death, regardless of who he alienates it to. At that point, that buyer will have to forfeit the land. Life Tenancy Investments it is becoming increasingly popular for private investors to place funds into a life tenancy investment. This type of investment is being offered as an alternative to traditional buy-to-let and is becoming increasingly popular in the United Kingdom with over £30 million worth of life tenancies being delivered in 2018. A defeasible estate is created when a grantor transfers land conditionally. Upon the happening of the event or condition stated by the grantor, the transfer may be void or at least subject to annulment. An estate not subject to such conditions is called an indefeasible estate. Historically, the common law has frowned on the use of defeasible estates as it interferes with the owner's enjoyment of their property and as such has made it difficult to create a valid future interest. Unless a defeasible estate is clearly intended, modern courts will construe the language against this type of estate. Three types of defeasible estates are the fee simple determinable, the fee simple subject to an executory limitation or interest, and the fee simple subject to a condition subsequent. Because a defeasible estate always grants less than a full fee simple, a defeasible estate will always create one or more future interests. Fee simple determinable. A fee simple determinable is an estate that will end automatically when the stated event or condition occurs. The interest will revert to the grantor or the heirs of the grantor. Normally, a possibility of reverter follows a fee simple determinable. However, a possibility of reverter does not follow a fee simple determinable subject to an executory interest. Durational language such as to a as long as the property is used for a park creates a fee simple determinable and a possibility of reverter. Some jurisdictions in the United States have abolished this interest. For example, Kentucky abolished the fee simple determinable and possibility of reverter by statute in 1960. An attempt to create such an interest is construed as a fee simple subject to conditions subsequent, see below, and a person who would have the possibility of reverter at common law will instead have a right of entry.
A fee simple determinable does not violate the rule against perpetuities, since the interest in real property reverts to the grantor or his heirs, who are measuring lives. Fee simple subject to an executory limitation. A fee simple subject to an executory limitation is an estate that ends when a specific condition is met and then transfers to a third party. The interest will not revert to the grantor. If the condition is met, the grantee loses the interest and the third party gains it automatically. Example O grants Black Acre to A and A's heir, but if A ever accepts a candy bar from C, then to B and B's heirs. Here, O is the original owner. She grants A a fee simple subject to the subsequent condition that he doesn't accept a candy bar from C. However, unlike a fee simple subject to a condition subsequent, Black Acre goes to a third party, B, instead of the grantor, O, if the condition is met. Also, unlike a fee simple subject to a condition subsequent, B then automatically gains the interest in Blackacre and does not only have a mere right to sue for re-entry. Conveyance of Blackacre by the original grantee carries the original limitation with it, but the interest of the subsequent grantee could become fee simple absolute upon the original grantee's subsequent death. For example, A sells Blackacre to D. If A afterwards accepts an offer for a candy bar from C, Blackacre automatically goes to B. However, if A died without ever accepting a candy bar from C, the condition could not possibly be met. D would then have a fee simple absolute. Fee simple subject to condition subsequent. A fee simple subject to a condition subsequent is created when the words of a grant support the conclusion that the grantor intends to convey a fee simple absolute but has attached a condition to the grant so that if a specified future event happens the grantor will get its fee simple absolute back, provided that the grantor exercises his right of entry, or power of termination. Thus, a fee simple subject to condition subsequent does not end automatically upon the happening of the condition. The future interest is called the right of re-entry or right of entry, and the property only reverts to the original grantor if he exercises this right. The right of entry is not automatic, but rather must be exercised to terminate the fee simple subject to condition subsequent. To exercise the right of entry, the holder must take substantial steps to recover possession and title, for example, by filing a lawsuit. Physical entry is not required, but the holder must do more than just proclaim an intent to take back. One of the languages used to create a fee simple subject to conditions subsequent and a right of entry is 2A, but if A sells alcohol on the land, then the grantor has the right of entry, or power of termination. Common uses include language such as may, but if, however, or provided that. The Law School of America This has been a Creative Commons licensed podcast. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America. (laughs) 